Welcome to the Essential Shift Podcast. My name is Laetitia Andrac. If you're a mission-driven entrepreneur looking to grow your soul-aligned business by blending strategy, practical tips, and spiritual wisdom, you're in the right place. Enjoy these conversations about the art of mastering essential shifts in all areas of business and life. Open your heart and mind to all the possibilities that are waiting for you. Welcome to this episode of the Essential Shift podcast. I am your host, Laetitia Andrac. You can follow me on Instagram at essential.shift as I will share with you inspiration daily. So this episode is coming from a place of clarity. Honestly, I had the most beautiful weekend. For those of you who don't know, I went on a solo retreat I love to do that as often as I can, given that I have two young daughters and it's something we're going to talk about in this episode. And so I love to go by myself on a solo retreat to reconnect with my vision and to bring clarity for my business for 2022. And as I come back, everything is so clear, so many exciting projects are in the birthing process for 2022. I can't wait to share more about you. But the first thing that I gain clarity about is I need to help you connect with your vision and gain clarity. And this is where I have created a collaboration, a joint offering called Own Your Vision, Vision Plus Content equal expansion in collaboration with Maria. Maria was the first guest on our podcast. So I will give you my expertise in strategy and vision quest and Maria will bring her expertise in marketing and content so that you will map out your next quarter. So the first quarter of 2022 with clarity. Isn't it exciting? So this is the offerings that will come live as you listen to this episode. Now about this podcast interview. I have the pleasure to welcome Tracy Harris on the podcast. Oh my gosh, she's such a beautiful soul. You're going to love this episode. We met on Instagram a few months ago. We just started chatting and we just fell in love with one another and it was all guided um, beautifully and you will listen in this episode of how we found each other and the connection that we had. So let me introduce you Tracy Harris. For those of you who don't know her already, she is a CEO of TracyHarris.co, formerly Mum with Hustle. It's an online community and education platform for mum in business, creator of the online Instagram course, Hashtag Hustle, and the founder of the Online Marketing Academy and the Social Media Society. She is fiercely dedicated to supporting big-hearted women wanting to design their life first and business second. By harnessing the superpower of Instagram as part of a complete digital strategy, one that aligns with who they are at their core and one that sees them creating their own version of success. Mmm, it is delicious. Enjoy listening to our conversation 
And don't hesitate to share on stories and tag us with what you're doing as you're listening to this episode. Talk to you soon. Hey, Tracy, thank you so much for coming on the Essential Shift podcast. I'm so excited to see you. I know I've been counting down the days because Leticia, I'm excited to chat to you and to connect with your beautiful audience. So hopefully I say something that connects with somebody. For sure, for sure, because you always speak from the heart. So you will connect with this heart-led community. So some things that I love to ask everyone coming on the podcast is, can you tell us a bit more about your background, your faith, whatever you feel called to share, you can even share what is your sun sign, moon sign or rising sign, because it's about blending spirituality and strategy, as you know me. So tell us a bit more about your background. Okay, well, my personal background is that I am Tracy Harris, and I am just absolutely loving life. And I feel really blessed and privileged to be able to say that. Mm. Because if I think back to about seven, eight, nine years ago, I really was a different woman. And I was experiencing suffering and for many years, I didn't even know that, Leticia, because mm-hmm. I had conditioned myself to believe that going to work every day with a knot in the pit of my stomach was normal. And I had conditioned myself to believe that I'm supposed to live for Fridays and dread Mondays. Mm. I really thought that that was normal. I also believed that you're not supposed to get on with your boss. Your boss is supposed to be a headache. And, you know, that started to really affect my mental health Mm. and my energy, which I didn't know that term energy at the time. (laughs) But I knew that something just felt off. And for me, it presented as anxiety Uh, and it kicked in at the time when I returned to work after having 13 months off with my eldest son. So Mm. for me, and and we're going to talk about blending motherhood and business, but I didn't always have my own business. I was a career woman and I was very passionate about my career. I'm an ex-teacher and I was in educational leadership and I felt like I worked so hard to achieve that. But then re-entering the workplace in that leadership role really illuminated a gender bias that exists, unfortunately, for a lot of mothers returning to the workplace. I didn't have the language for it at the time. I don't even know if it existed, but in the work that I've been doing over the past six or so years, I've come across the term matrescence, which is really fascinating. I encourage every mother to look into that or any woman considering becoming a mother to get familiar with that. And then I've also come across the term the maternal wall. And that's basically this subconscious gender bias that exists within Western society around a woman's capacity to be a mother and to still be a contributor and a power player in the traditional workplace and realizing that that space isn't really there or opportunities for promotion kind of end 
when you enter that motherhood season or you find yourself not being selected to go on professional development opportunities but everyone around you is and you're like why why is that oh okay it's because I'm I'm a mum or it's because I'm working part-time so maybe the perception is that I'm also got a part-time commitment or a part-time attitude or a part-time drive when that's not even the case so for me that's kind of my journey into starting my own business is going through that pain but then walking away from that and daring to choose something different for myself and just trying to bring a whole bunch of other women with me Leticia yes (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I hope that answers your question I don't I don't know anything about my sun and my moon and all of the things um (laughs) Uh, But I'm willing to be educated and I am a woman of faith. Um, I come from the Catholic faith and yeah, so, you know, where you will speak about universe, I say God. So as we're going through our chat, people might hear me referencing God or, you know, my angels or Christ or yeah, that's my faith background. Thank you so much, Tracy. And I love everything you shared because I think we need to demystify these words of matrescence. And actually, I recorded an episode around this. And for me, the day I found out about my matrescence, my eldest was about 12 weeks old, old, sorry. And I was like, why didn't I read about this before? I <laughs> my know. God, this is what's happening. I know. I just want everybody to know about that word. So yes. please, everybody, go listen to Letizia's episode or just Google it because yeah. I think every woman, every every man needs to know what it is because we need the support mm. of our loved ones as we journey into this new way of being, which is motherhood. Like nothing about us is the same after that. Nothing. That's for sure. Oh my goodness. And what I love about our connection is Tracy and I, for those listening to this episode, we met really randomly on Instagram, but not randomly. We were guided, divinely guided in a way. Yeah. But then as soon as we started connected, we connecting, we realized we had so many connections as well that we shared and we don't live in the same suburb in the same city yes we live in the same country but Australia is so huge (laughs) the opportunity for us so it's just kind of beautiful how our destiny are intertwined I'm very grateful for that I know it's super cool and honestly it just came from I think me just following a feeling you know, you can call it a nudge, you can call it a spirit whisper or whatever. But I just felt like, I think it was through your Instagram stories or something yeah. like that. I don't even know how I saw your stories. Maybe <laughs> someone else tagged you in something, but I felt prompted to click and look. Or you watched my stories, I think. I think you watched my yeah, stories. I think this, yeah. Yes, and you sent through an emoji reaction. So this is where it gets really interesting. Not to love myself or anything, but I get I get a lot of people watching my stories and sending emoji reactions. And I try my best 
to, you know, double tap and let them know I've seen you, I acknowledge you, thank you, Mm. because I can't respond with words for each person. But there was something magical about Leticia's energy. (laughs) You ran through Instagram. (laughs) Through Instagram because I felt the prompt to go and check her out. Mm. So, and I think this is something a lot of people overlook with Instagram. Mm. Engaging with people is so important. Mm. Uh, And there is energy behind every interaction. And so Leticia sent through this emoji reaction to my stories and something made me click on her profile rather than just give her that double tap heart. And I went and saw what you did and no word of a lie, just like two or three days before that, I had put out the prayer to be divinely guided and connected to somebody that understands business but brings in that spiritual side because I was hosting this beautiful Mm. high-level retreat for the women in my inner circle mastermind and I wanted to bring in a presenter or a facilitator to guide us through some sessions on masculine and feminine energy and I didn't know anybody Leticia (laughs) so to put that prayer out there but then be open to the universe mm. presenting you to me in whichever way, shape or form, which I know my angels speak to me through Instagram because that's where I'm hanging out. So you came along and I was like, wow, this is the lady. And then we st- I, I started DMing. We just chatted. I was like, I need to know more about you. Tell me about yourself, girlfriend. <laughs> And from there, it was just beautiful. So I just want to anyone listening to this and being like, Instagram is just another platform and so on. Just think about the energy you put behind it and think about the deep connection you can have. And I know for me, wherever I am connecting, I'm connecting with my whole self and you can make very strong connection and meet very beautiful friends or soul sister yeah. You know, whatever you're looking for, you can find them on Instagram. And this is exactly the story of Tracy and I. We've never met in person yet, but it's for sure happen. it will happen one day yeah. because I can't wait to hug you. So, oh. <laughs> Likewise. Let me stop being sidetracked. I had a question for you. Okay. So the question was about the fact that you're really empowering other women to use Instagram for growing their business you know, leveraging all the beautiful marketing tools that you know to grow the business. And I have seen you being so successful at this and creating a community around it. So would you mind sharing with the people that are listening to this and being like, oh my goodness, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to show up. Any strategies or any step for them to to start actually, to just go ahead and embrace this and just start and do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Such a big question. But I think why I really love niching in to speak to mothers, to give them this education, Mm. this training, this support, is that there are over 300,000 mums in Australia, just in Australia, Mm. uh, that are growing businesses out of home around very young children or babies. So that's a whole big group of women that are kind of undervalued, underrepresented, under acknowledged. 
and therefore underdeveloped. Mm. It's hard to get out of your house to go to an in-person workshop or a business networking event and go and learn all of the things. And social media, I'm going to give away my age a little bit, but social media wasn't something that was taught at school because it didn't exist or even at university when I went to university because it didn't, I mean, I think it was just coming out. Facebook just came out. Yeah, just, just, because we are more or less in the same age group. And I can tell yes. you, Facebook was just And it came out. out, just came out, and it really was for the whole camp, university campus sort of vibe. Like our parents definitely weren't going to get an account anytime soon. It was more so you know, for keeping social, where are you? What's on your mind? Like the status updates. And it wasn't for entrepreneurs or for business at all. So I understand what it is like to be building a business around your family and to do so from home mm -hmm. and also to be bootstrapped and pretty much have no money or you know, starting from zero in your business. And the reason I really love Instagram is because it's this amazing, free, very powerful tool for building a business very quickly mm. and in your own time if you truly know how to leverage it as a business owner. Because if you don't, then unfortunately it can leverage you and you can go down an Instagram rabbit hole and just waste a whole ton of time that you don't have and feel guilty. You know, I expect just so many women, Leticia, that feel guilty that they're spending so much time on their phone rather than with their little children. And they're putting all this effort into their Instagram marketing, but then obviously the sales aren't following. So mm -hmm. I love to teach women how to actually use Instagram as a as part of their marketing and sales machine in their business so that they've always got this pipeline of clients mm. and customers flowing beautifully and easily into whatever it is they're selling, whether it's physical products or events and workshops or online programs. Um, and I really believe that if you're not on Instagram for whatever business you have, if you're not on there now, chances are your competitors are on there because it's actually the fastest growing social media platform and people are going on Instagram to discover services, coaches, um, brands to shop from. Like it's actually part of their online customer journey. People are wanting to go on and check out different stores and, you know, influencers, thought leaders, communities. Mm. And my biggest tip for really leveraging Instagram is to go into it with the intention of connecting and building community. Mm. And that has to be at the heart of it. Yes. Because if you're marketing anything to anyone, you're really just in the business of people, of understanding people. And we can't forget that. If we get caught up in the likes and the followers and the, you know, the vanity side of it, we've, we've gone off track. Mm. So let's focus on how through your content and through your presence on Instagram, how can you create real connection and how can you build community around your business? Yes. Yes. And I love that because 
it all comes down to usually using this social platform as a social tool, which is yeah. creating connection between human being and seeing the human being be- behind the business or behind you know, this account and really connecting at a deeper level with them and being very intentional as well with the way you show up, the way you share about yourself. And, you know, I, what I love about um, the way you teach and the way you, you um, surround yourself with a community on Instagram is you're sharing the good, the bad and the ugly. And this is what I always recommend everyone. It's about sharing your own story authentically and not just sharing, hey, this is amazing. And no, we all have flops. We all have bad days. We all have, you know, moments of struggles. And I think this is very important to do that because then you connect at a deeper level with your community and you do it so beautifully. Oh, thank Mm. you. You know, it is a bit of a dance. It's a dance between having empathy, but then also having authority Mm. and leading with love, you know, because we don't want to have so much empathy where we're feeling everybody's problems. They're now becoming our own burdens. We're now bogged down. We're low vibe. You know, we're just a bit, people come on our stories and it's so, it's like we're Eeyore, (laughs) you know, we don't want to be Eeyore. Um, but there's that, how do I have empathy, but then also be that person that brings light. Yes. And we've gone through such a hard time in, Mm. in, in the world, in the history of people like, and it's been almost one thing after another, after another, after another. And so it can be really hard, especially I think when you're an empath, I know I certainly Mm. felt hard. It was hard to show up on Instagram when Australia was burning. Those bushfires like two years ago, that was extreme. It was hard to show up with joy when so many people in our country were suffering and it was just like, when is this gonna end? Mm. And then it became hard with Black Lives Matter and like it was a, do I speak into this? Do I not speak into this? Like tensions were high. Yeah. So much. Yeah, it was a really, it was a very painful time for a lot of people, but necessary, you know, Mm. like that shift had to happen and is still happening. And then, of course, there's lockdown and COVID and like, do, do I say that I am, I got vaccinated? Do people care? Like, are people going to get upset if I said that I am or if I said that I'm not or if I said that I haven't decided yet, everybody, like, people are so quick to have an opinion or to judge and so it can make you freeze when mm. you're when you're leading a community and i want everybody to know does i don't care if you've got 10 followers or if you've got 150,000 followers you're a leader you are a leader like you first you're leading yourself and then of course you're leading clients or people in your audience you're a leader yes so, you know, it was, it, it was really challenging. And I was hearing that from the ladies in my community as well, Leticia. They kind of didn't know how to show up or what to say or they were afraid that they'd get, you know, a whole <laughs> lot of angry people coming over if they said something and, oh, my gosh. But yeah. at the heart of it, it is people. You're right. It's social media. So 
I think as long as we're coming from a place of love and we set our intentions and we're building connections, we're not going to be for everybody. (laughs) And that's okay. Yes. I love that. The fact that we are not for everybody. And I think as, as long as you've made peace with that, I think you can move on in a way. Like this is who I am. So first of all, of course, knowing who you are and what you stand for and so on. And sometimes you are in the quest of figuring this out, you know, as you've mentioned around the vaccine, would I get vaccinated or not? So it's just about like finding your own, like making your own decision. And then you decide if you want to take your community, you know, behind the scene or not, but this is your journey, you decide. And then once you've made the decision, just kind of, showing up and being in alignment with that decision is really key. I love that you explained that. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And (laughs) as you were sharing that and you were talking about, you know, the lockdown and so on, I was really amazed by how you've surrendered to this lockdown and you've been homeschooling for 15 weeks. I know. <laughs> a lot of other women who are business owner have been taking this workload kind of, you know, it's proven that it's mainly the women at home who were, who were doing the homeschooling and no judgment, just kind of data proving that. And so how do you navigate through your business when you are homeschooling or when you are mothering at the same time as growing your business, you know, if you go back to the time that you have your babies and you jumped into running your business, because I think, as we've mentioned initially, the matrescence and the motherhood, how can we integrate motherhood and business and how can we make this a thriving experience rather than, you know, a burden or feeling burned out and things like that? What is your secret recipe, if any? (laughs) I know I feel like I'm constantly learning about this and you know it shifts and it changes Leticia with every season of motherhood yes so it looked different when I just had the one baby and then it looked different to when I had him but then I was pregnant and then it looked different to when I now had the two babies and then you know one started daycare and one was at home with me and then one went to primary school and, and then the other is at daycare half of the week. And it's about to shift again because the youngest mm. is about to go to primary school. I said to my husband last night, we've only got eight, eight Fridays left with the little one where it's just him here at home because he goes to daycare four days a week this year um, as trying to, you know, get him ready for school. And so we have these Fridays with him. And we were not expecting to have to do the remote learning with the eldest one. And of course that happened and that shook everything up. But because that happened, we didn't get the one-on-one Friday time with the little one that we Mm -hmm. thought we'd have for the past 16 weeks. So our eldest has now just gone back to school because he's in grade one. So he's just gone back to school and tomorrow being Friday, is our is tomorrow friday i've got no idea no okay Okay, so this friday coming is going to be one of eight fridays that we have left with the little one for the rest of his life Mm. isn't that crazy because next year he's off to school for possibly 13 years 
So we really operate, my husband and I, from the space of you can always make more money, but you'll never get back time. And I lost my dad when I was 17 years old. So I don't just say that as words coming out of my mouth. I've lived that. My dad was 45 years old when he died and he lost his life to cancer and it was six months only between diagnosis and him passing away. So it was very fast. And when people say life is short or, you know, you've got to live for each day, like you truly do. Mm. You can't bank on, you know, retirement or I'll do that when the kids are this old or we'll start traveling, uh, you know, when we achieve this thing. You've got to live for now, for what excites you now. Mm. And so my husband and I just became very intentional about what we wanted parenting to look like and, you know, for, for him and then for me as a mother, what do I want that to look like? And then when we went into lockdown and into this extended lockdown and our son was home with us, we really just did the best that we could. I think like everybody else, but we did make a decision to make the best out of this situation. Like we just said, we will come out of this. And when we come out of this, what do we want to look back and remember? Or what do we want to look back and feel? Or what do we want to look back and hear the kids say? And it was things like, we want to feel like that was a really special time. We want to feel, we want to know that we became closer. Mm. We want to set new family traditions. We want to do things that we would never have done if we weren't in this lockdown. So we pulled the tent inside the house. And it was literally like a four-man tent was inside the house for a week. And we had inside camping and we watched um, old school movies that my husband and I used to watch as children. We shared those with the boys. We learned, played new board games together because we had time to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had the boys, actually everybody in our family would pick recipes, particular recipes of things that they wanted to cook or eat from cultures all around the world. And so we would do that. I don't even know how many new recipes I cooked in the past 16 weeks. It was a lot and it was delicious. <laughs> So did you cook any French recipe? <laughs> Ooh, no, but I had we had a lot of cheese boards and uh, and um, I don't know how to say it. What what is it when you have the beautiful vegetable basket and the radishes and the and and oh know. Julienne, Julienne. Um, isn't that a style of cutting? Yes. Yes. No, it's more like the the baby carrots and the radishes, and you just dip it and you just eat that almost like a snack. Ah, uh, napéro. Oh, apéro. Sure, I don't know, but maybe that. <laughs> but <laughs> the boys got really into that, and I was like, "Oh, it's like we're French, you know. We're just eating these beautiful, this beautiful basket of fresh vegetables. This is what they do in France, you know. And then they'd be like, "Oh, it's great!" And oh, so you know, we were just. And, and I feel like we can look back and we can say we had fun in lockdown. Mm. It wasn't always easy. It really wasn't. And there were times where I felt really crap, like, you know, had to just ignore basically. It felt like I was ignoring my son 
he loved it. He was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm on my iPad, like, you know, for two hours or three hours in a row and mum's coaching people. But it was like a unique once in a lifetime sort of situation. So we have to, we have to, we can't go into something like that with the same set of expectations of regular life. You know, we have to adapt. And yeah, yeah and now that time is over and, you know, it was a really beautiful time. So I just, I did. Surrender is the word, just surrendering into that. And like now that this lockdown is more or less over, what have you learned in the way to do business that you're doing maybe or you're committed to do differently? I know for me, it's really like the slowing down and kind of making space and not having always dinner plan with friends and going out. You know, I'm very social, yeah. social animal. So I've suffered of this isolation in a way. And I recreated, you know, those connection, meaningful community online, but kind of a dinner outside with girlfriend it's hard to reproduce online does that make sense you know yeah. hugging and chatting and kind of Aww. clinging of the wine and sing of the glass of wine and so on but I am committed to not go back exactly to the way I was always busy and outside and so on so I know that this is something I will change like any lesson or anything that is going to change in the way you either do business or your mother or you live your life like whatever you feel called to share yeah, I feel like I can add to what you said. My husband and I have had some beautiful conversations and we both shared that we were both feeling like life was too busy before. Mm. It was so on the, on the schedule, you know? And even though we've designed our business so that we work 20 hours a week, that feels really good for us. But life was full so mm. it's you know soccer training then soccer on a saturday and then you know guitar lessons for that one and then karate and and it's right on dinner time and and then it's trying to fit in the being social and then we both have personal trainers so we both fit that in and it was so full on leticia and so now <laughs> i'm getting all of these calls from karate from soccer from guitar wondering if the boys are going to resume letting us know oh we're back open and i've just actually said no mm. no to any of that for now because we're just recalibrating back into school life mm. and that's enough like we don't now need to just go instantly back into all of the things we actually want to reflect now and discern on like, do the boys actually want to continue those things or would they like to try something new? And how about we just have one thing? Mm. One thing. We don't need to do all the things. And honestly, what that has illuminated for me is that I came from, I came from struggle. Like, we didn't, I didn't come from a family that had money. So what I have really understood is my desire to have the kids do a summer sport, a winter sport, a mu a mus music and all these things comes because I didn't get to do that. Yes, I'm with you with that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember begging like, please, can I do dancing, please? No, we can't afford it. You know, oh, we've mm. got three children. We're first genera generation Australian. No. 
like when when my parents came from South Africa, the exchange rate was so shocking. Mm. Um, And so we struggled for years. Like everything in our shopping trolley was the home brand, you know, like everything in my lunchbox was very home brand or just homemade or whatever. And I'd see all of the pretty school snacks and just never have those things in my lunchbox. And then never do the extracurricular activities. So I think sometimes we can try to overcompensate Mm. with our own children and they just don't really need to do so many things. I've realized their favorite thing is their family. That's what they love. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe just one thing each and that's okay. Oh, I love that. And this is something we can apply in every aspect of our life, I think. The fact that we tend to kind of rather than limiting and going for a simple thing, we tend to add more to it. And what does it mean to simplify our life, to simplify our business, to simplify, you know, what we give to our kids and all of that. I think this is a beautiful way to close this episode and just kind of invite everyone to just simplify the way you do business the way you live and the way you raise your children and and if you don't follow Tracy just follow her because she's amazing and I would love to give you the the opportunity to share um, about what you are offering right now and where can people connect with you those who are listening to this episode and are like who is Tracy I don't know if you don't know her but if you don't (laughs) please go and check her out (laughs) so tell us a bit more Oh, thank you. I would love for your listeners to send me a DM and just introduce themselves and say hello because social media, let's get social. And if you want to be brave and send me a voice message, I will love that. I'll probably reply with a voice message even if you don't send a voice message. Um, so, yes, my Instagram handle is Mums with Hustle, spelt the Australian way, M-U-M-S, Mums with Hustle, no underscores or anything like that. And the thing that I am offering at the moment is my Inner Circle Mastermind, which you know what that is because you were a guest expert um, when you facilitated your session for us so beautifully in March. But the Inner Circle Mastermind is a very unique container for a maximum of 30 women that are growing digital businesses. So that means they've either got an online course or a membership or a subscription, or a coaching program, or high ticket digital offer of their own. And in that program, we teach them how to take that as an offer, but turn it into a smart, sustainable, scalable business that gives them their life by design. We are big on what you want your life to be like, with your values and who you are, but blending that with the business and creating that harmony for people. I hate when people and I see women burning out, you know, um, and I think that happens when they don't really know how to build out a digital business or when self-sabotage gets in the way because that's just what we all do, isn't it? (laughs) So that's the Inner Circle Mastermind. And if people are interested in checking it out, it's just innercirclemastermind.co. Yes, and I'll put it in the show notes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Tracy, for sharing your wisdom and your story. And um, 
It was so beautiful. I had goosebumps at many moments during this episode. So thank you so, so much. I'm so grateful. Oh, yeah, love you so much. You are welcome. And I, one thing that I love about you is that we never know where our conversations are going to go. You never know. I didn't know I was going to tell you about my dad. I didn't know I was going to tell you that I grew up like from a struggling family and I didn't get to do dancing. Like <laughs> I just didn't know any of that. But it's you that draws that out of out of me and out of everybody, I feel. So thank you so much. Mm, thank you for being so present. Love you lots. Bye. Mm, bye. Wow. I told you it was a beautiful episode. Thank you so much, Tracy, for coming on the podcast and sharing your story. I just love your authenticity and how you lead with your heart and you inspire other women to step into their light. Mm, thank you so much. Thank you so much, so much, so much. I hope you are now inspired when you listen to this episode to start your business or scale it and know that it is important to be supported on that journey. If you need some support, as Tracy mentioned, she is opening the door of her high-level mastermind called the Inner Circle Mastermind. So go and check it out after listening to our conversation. It is a really beautiful container. I know it firsthand because I have been one of the guests in the retreat that Tracy and Carl organized for the woman inside the ICM, and I can tell you the women's in Magnetized are really high vibration. So definitely check it out. And you can also check out if you're more after a one-on-one -on -one approach, our joint offering with Maria, which is the Own Your Vision content plus vision equal expansion. And really, I'd love for you, if you love this episode, to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because this will help other people find this work, find these beautiful guests that I bring on the podcast, and it will help someone along the way, that's for sure. It's been a pleasure to be with you today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and make sure you hit the subscribe button. Bye. Bless it be.